1: It is the APC podcast-ish, sort of, uh, coming to you from SB Nation and AcmePackingCompany.com. We are a couple hours removed from the end of the first round of uh, the 2021 NFL Draft. I'm Zach Rapport, at Zach Rapport on Twitter. Follow the show at the APC pod. Um, They took a cornerback. I waited all day for them to take a defensive player or trade back. All that was normal, but something was not normal. And that is uh, some uh, some smoke screens on smoke screens on smoke screens some stuff going on with the quarterback Aaron Rodgers and um we thought we'd uh fire up the pod really quickly at 9:30 uh, a.m. Friday <laughs> mountain time to talk about it um and I am joined by uh, firstly Ben Foldy how are you man
2: uh, i have been having some stomach uh, like <laughs> stress related stomach issues i had an endoscopy last week oh man this is not helping.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, is it related? Definitely not helping. Uh, I'm also joined by uh, Tex Western. Tex, how are you doing?
3: Well, the, the week started off good. Um, got my second dose of the vaccine. So I, had, uh, I have antibodies surging through my bloodstream now. So that's exciting. And then, yeah, uh, yesterday happened. So I feel like I was hit by a truck all over again, just the proverbial truck rather than a physical one.
1: Yeah, and I took the, uh, I got the second round of Pfizer yesterday morning, and I actually took these two days of work off, and I was all geared up to just kind of like lay in bed and just kind of sleep through the first round, as I mentioned. Like they'd probably take a defensive player or not take anyone, and and then midday comes uh comes this drama, a report that I saw on Twitter saying um, that Aaron Rodgers does not want to return to the Packers. That's the first blurb that I saw. And then Ben, you sent me a flurry of things. Um, Tex, I don't know. You're, you're, you're plugged in as someone who's vetting sources for the, for the blog. Can you give us like a chronology or sort of like what happened yesterday?
3: So something started where it sounded like, I think it was Paul Allen, the Vikings play-by-play guy reported that the 49ers had offered a trade for for Rodgers um, and that involved like the third pick and multiple players and and all of us were like why is in the world is the Vikings play by play announcer supposedly breaking yeah. news about Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. That was so, so things that was that was bizarre and things just you know got got crazier and crazier from there and I think it started with Schefter and, and ESPN reporting that there's um you know, that Rodgers wants out and the team has tried to fly, fly down and convince him to come back and things. And then, you know, there's some clarifications around that. And then by, you know, seven o'clock at night, an hour before the draft, you've got people from Denver media saying that a, a deal for sending Rogers to the Broncos is is practically done. And so we're spending the next hour leading up to the draft and in the first hour of the draft waiting for Denver to go on the clock to see if, if Rogers gets dealt away. And then finally, after afterwards, Gudikins basically says, comes out and says what he said, you know, what we all expect him to say that, no, we're not trading Aaron Rodgers, And we're, you know, we took one call about it and we basically hung up the phone right away and that's that. So that's where we're at. Yeah.
1: The, uh, <laughs> the, God. uh, I, I I chatted with you a little bit about this on the, uh, on the APC Slack, but that, that blurb that that we saw that said a Denver deal was, um, I think it was like, quote, as, as done as it can be. And I immediately thought, (laughs) well, no, because that would mean that it is done and it is not done. So that to me immediately was a red flag of like some smokescreen language and actually like calmed me down when I heard it phrased that way. I was like, Oh, that means (laughs) the exact opposite.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it, it was just a whole bunch of weird sources flying all over the place. And, um, you know, trying t- to your point, trying to sort through what's valid and what's not and and where things actually stand is, is really quite a mess. But, I mean, I think where we're at now is, you know, the Packers aren't going to trade him if they would have, you know, if they were going to trade him, they would have done it last night. Um, they practically speaking really can't from a financial perspective right. until June from from a salary cap perspective. So. Um, it doesn't make sense financially to do it. And, um, you know, I think Gutekind certainly seems like he, he at least publicly is saying that he thinks there's a chance they can get him back in the building and come to some agreement on a contract. So it's uh, it's a matter of now seeing just how far does Rogers want to dig in his heels? Will he actually just, you know, full blown not report and, and refuse to come to camp? Um, or you know, will he suck it up and, and come back this summer, play out the rest of this year, and then get traded you know, next offseason sometime?
1: Yeah. Ben, he doesn't have any leverage, right? What is he trying to accomplish?
3: I think he has lots of
2: leverage. Uh, like, I don't think he has leverage to force them to make a move, but I think he has a ton of leverage with the public and with the fan base and with the league. I mean, he has a ton of ability. Like, he... He basically single-handedly destroyed the reputation of the Packers as a well-run organization for the past two decades in about three hours. I mean, like yeah. I like I to me that's a lot of leverage. Um, you know, I don't I don't know what his leverage is to force a trade. Um but you know, in terms of of the power he wields over the Packers, I personally feel like it's a it's like, you know, as far as anybody in the league goes, he has more leverage than anybody else. He's the reigning MVP, carried him to two consecutive NFC Championship games. There's a pervasive narrative among the league that the team hasn't done enough to support him. Um, he can really nuke. You know, decades of of perception of this of this franchise as as a well-run, you know, efficient organization. I think uh,
1: you said two things there that I wanna that I wanna hit on real quick. Firstly, that the team hasn't done. Um, enough to support him we'll come back to that real quick but you mentioned the the fans and the fans being on his side I was quickly listening to uh, Tom Silverstein uh, on on the JS online Packers podcast this morning and so he runs a live blog that they do for events and they did that for the draft and he said you know there's a couple thousand fans in there and if that is any indication of of how the fans are going to feel when this break finally happens we should be ready he should be ready aaron Rodgers should be ready for um a farvian situation of people not being too happy with him and i don't think he's banking on that or ready for that you see on, you you're shaking your head you don't believe that
2: i i well first off i think that's a misrememberance of a far of the farvian situation i mean mm, there yeah. were like i worked with a dude who wore a farv jets jersey to work and i was just like what is wrong with you and he's like i'm team farv like and there was a lot of that. I mean, I think it's really easy to forget how quickly that went away yeah. once Rodgers was Rodgers. I
1: was in a band with a guy who was Team Favre.
2: In that first summer, like, there was plenty of Team Favre, and there were plenty of people who wanted to, like, Ted Thompson's head on a pike, at, you know, somewhere in, 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 uh, you know, McGuanago or something. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think, I think A, that's a misremembrance of the Favreian stitch. And B, I mean, I think, and again, it's like, it's the same with, with, um, you know, going back to this leverage question, like he's got way more leverage than Favre had. I mean, you know, if not just because we have no idea what's behind him.
1: Right. Haven't seen Love throw a pass. Yeah.
2: And he didn't and he didn't end last season, you know, with a stupid Favreian, you know, overtime playoff interception, you know, like yeah. there's all these you know, there's all these reasons why I think Rodgers has in abundance more leverage than Favre did in 2007 or eight or whenever that was.
3: Yeah. I, I hear you there. Um, and, and I completely agree with, with the, the, the Favre comparison. Um, I, I just think in this case, there's so much more blame to go around. Um, in that instance, you know, Favre was, you know, again, he was waffling back and forth on retirement for years. Um, you know, Rogers falls into their lap at, at 24 in 2005. And, you know, it's, it just, it, it makes sense in this case. I think you've got a, you know, you're, you are going to see more people who are going to have a backlash against the organization just because of the trade up to get Jordan love and, and at a time when it didn't feel like it was necessary. Um, I still kind of come down as, you know, both sides are, are, are problems here. And, you know, the trade up was an, uh, and the selection was an issue, but you know, Rogers is, is what is, what is his, endgame and what is the reason for his gripe and 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 grudge at this point is he still holding on to feeling disrespected because they traded up for love even though he went out and just had a you know one of the best seasons a quarterbacks ever had won the mvp and and you know demonstrated how good he is and now is getting all these public comments from the team saying that they want him around and and apparently or get is getting contract extension offers from the team as well and and turning them down like what what is i i don't understand what necessarily what more he wants them to do for him now yeah um the 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 the, the love pick is already made you know that's that's done that's in the past i obviously he has to deal with love in the building now but what what does he want them to do now that they're not doing because it certainly sounds like they've come to him you know, offering to restructure his deal to extend him, um, give him some more guaranteed money. But if he's turning that down, I just don't understand, you know, what the big hang up now is from from his perspective. Yeah.
1: And to your point there, there definitely is blame all around this time. Goody kind of said as much in his presser as more or less apologizing for the way the love pick went down and not um, not looping in Rogers earlier, not that he needs his permission to make the pick. But He's your, you know, your generational talent star player. The whole thing runs, uh, you know, through him and, you know, I get why, why I get how Goody could have handled, um, that better. So I'm sympathetic to that, but then I want to. You've both now kind of touched on this, but the idea that the team hasn't done enough, and I, I know that Tex, you you want the the Packers to draft a wide receiver um, this year. It seems like it's it's a need. We got a lot of contracts coming up, but in general, I mean, they scored so many points last year. They have great talent on offense, and drafting on defense helps Rodgers ultimately. Um, I don't know. I just don't. I don't. I don't buy it.
3: Well, and. The, the, the theory is that help for Rodgers apparently has to be at the wide receiver position, right? That's the, that's the the kind of underlying assumption that people are making by saying that they haven't drafted a receiver. Yeah, well, they just went out and they re-signed David Bakhtiari at 30 to the a top-of-market deal. They just went out and brought back Aaron Jones uh, to a, a top-of-market running back deal. So it's not like they're not investing in the offense. Um, and you can you can find good receivers in day two of the draft i think i think and i hope that they'll get one today i've got a couple guys that i've got my eye on but um i'm seeing people that oh they haven't drafted a, re- a first round receiver we know that we know that they've they've gone to that well in the second round numerous times they haven't done it in a while since adams so i think it's it's due but you can build a, an offense a number of different ways and lefleur's scheme and everything showed that um you know, when you've got that one dominant receiver like like you have in Adams, you can build around him with other other types of pieces. Um, and I, I I agree. I think the the argument that they're not building an offense around him or building a team around him, you know, it's it's a very myopic view of the receiver position is yeah. the only way to do that.
1: Yeah, and I don't think that that's what Rodgers thinks. But Ben, I know you got to get going. Where do you stand? Like, what's your agita level? How you feel?
2: <laughs> well, okay, I mean. I've been trying to explain to people in my life who don't have a stake in this matter. I mean, not that I have a real (laughs) stake in this matter, but I've been trying to explain it to people in my life, uh, how it feels. And the only thing I can really think of is like, you know, my whole life I've had Favre and Rogers and I've always known that that's going to come to an end at some, you know, someday, but I thought I'd have time to prepare for it. (laughs) and I thought I would, you know,
0: I I thought there'd be
2: like hospice, you know, or something, you know, and, and. I was totally blindsided by yesterday. I had no sense that that was happening.
1: Yeah,
2: and so of my adjective levels, like, kind of off the charts. I mean, I guess, I guess I'll get over it. But like, you know, I'm talking to—I was talking to my colleague who's a Bears fan, and you know, <laughs> you I know. should count my blessings, right? Like, I mean, he yeah. was—he was pointing out, uh, you know, he was like saying. Um, you know Eric Kramer has the single season record for passing yards and t d passes, <laughs> and I was like yeah, count my blessings like maybe it's time you know to 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 regress to mediocrity um but yeah, I don't know i guess i i just i don't i I haven't yet figured out i don't I don't know what the end game looks like, right, and that's the most agitating part of all like I'm not ready to say goodbye I'm not ready to you know. I'm not ready to assume that Rogers is in the right here either. <laughs> like, right. I'm not, like, I don't, I don't have any kind of like sense of, I had much stronger feelings about Favre leaving in a, in a positive light. Um, and I think, I mean, it's also the fact that we have no idea what's behind him, like just none. And, and, you know, having to play quarterback roulette at this point in my life is not something I want to do and and yeah. it's not something i've ever done and it's not <laughs> something i want to learn how to do and i, I don't want to do it that's all yeah. i have to say about that i
1: love how personal this is getting for you because and i tweeted this out a little tongue-in-cheek yesterday uh, i said why doesn't aaron Rodgers like me anymore i can change <laughs> no th- i mean that's a thing yeah no
2: it really does it's like it's like it's like i hesitate to say this because i like i my parents are together and we're always together but it's like The only thing I can think about is like, it's like, why are my parents breaking up? Yeah. Like, I don't understand. (laughs) Why can't you fix it? Why can't you work it out? Like, I don't get it. And I don't. I mean, I honestly don't get it. I'm like, I don't understand why, you know, $46 million or whatever it is and and two NFC championships in a row. Like, why isn't that enough? Like, what's going on here? And I don't, I don't know. And it freaks me out that I don't know.
1: Yeah. Same. I I know you got to run. Feel free to drop at any time text. Do you have any other uh, thoughts? Anything we haven't hit on here or just like uh, feelings? Let's get our feelings out.
3: Yeah, I I think that's a great encapsulation of it. It's it's why. Why are we in this position, um, given what what we know that that each side has has tried to do? Um, And it it seems a little self-inflicted by Rogers from again from from seeming not open to negotiation. It's certainly self-inflicted by the Packers by by drafting love and handling that the way the way they did um, I just yeah I, I I struggle to see why there can't be some room for common ground um, when it's clear that the Packers still want him around as the face of the franchise
1: yeah I saw my tub tweet this out and it kind of encapsulated something that I've been thinking recently and I don't have the tweet pulled up verbatim but basically saying like you know imagine as Rogers imagine living through being drafted as Favre's replacement, um, Favre making that kind of miserable for you and for the fans and for the organization, and then turning around and just doing some version of that to Jordan Love and the organization again. And, and I'm not, I'm not saying that it's all on Rodgers. I think that there is blame on both sides, and I haven't. I'm not on anyone's team here, and I, personally, I kind of would follow Rodgers to the end of the earth in in some ways, but. Um, I don't know. It just seems like you know. Where's all this uh, mindfulness training going in this moment?
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. It's hard. It's it's like, you know, intellectually, he owes he owes me nothing, right? right. Like he's right. he's given me more than enough. Um, emotionally, I'm not there, and I'm not sure if I will ever be there. And that's not how sports works. So, like, <laughs> it's difficult for me to reconcile those those dueling kind of parts of myself right yeah. now.
1: All right, uh, I feel like that's a, good, that's a good place to leave it. It's, it's difficult to, to reconcile <laughs> the, the dueling parts of ourselves. We are, you know, it's a, the duality, the duality I mean, of man. well, in
2: a weird way too, I imagine that's kind of happening for Rogers on some level. Like, I mean, the, thing that I, the other thing I think that really worries me about this situation is like, we know how spite-driven he can be and how right. like, you know, I'm going to prove my point. And like, it seems like we're at that point and I don't know, I don't know how you get Rogers off of that point.
1: For the last decade, I've been like, there's no way he's going to go like play for the Vikings or something out of spite. Now I'm like, uh ah, he could totally do that. <laughs> yeah. That
2: or, yeah. I like, I just, I, he will prove his point. Yeah. I'm not sure what that looks like in this situation. Yeah. Right.
1: All right. Well, I mean, theoretically we should have been having a, a round one recap, but uh, Rogers overshadows uh, the draft and um, I don't know we're all just left sitting stewing in our agita and wondering what's next and why mom and dad are fighting and, and oh man I don't know Tex I, I guess uh, you can you can point people to the blog for the rest of the draft and then and then we'll have a conversation about the actual the football team and the and the new players later on in the week <laughs>
3: Yeah, no, we've got uh, we're we're covering it all all weekend long here. So, got some stuff on Eric Stokes up already. Um and and that pick when that came down, it was kind of just like, a, oh, okay. All right. We're, we're we've blown our emotional load so far earlier <laughs> in the night that uh, there's nothing left. Yeah. So, um yeah, take a look at uh, acmepackingcompany.com. We'll be there throughout the whole weekend through undrafted signings uh, tomorrow evening
1: follow it there follow the show at the apc pod on twitter i'm zach Rapport at zach Rapport on twitter and uh yeah we're gonna wrap it up here for this early morning podcast the first time i've ever had coffee at my desk uh during a, a podcast and um and yeah i don't know draft weekend woo! <laughs> stay tuned keep it locked into to later
3: guys